Okay, check, one, two, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Check, check, check. This is Larry. This is about as loud as I ever talk. Ever in my entire life. This is about as loud as I ever talk. Hey everybody, welcome to Turf War. I'm your host, John Woodbridge, at jwoodenbridge on Twitter, and I'm joined by Larry Luke. What's up? At Larry Luke on Twitter. Luke has three letters. L-U-K, don't put an E on that. Yeah. Um, so Turf War is a show that we decided to start. We're some sports fans, and in honor of football season, just figured we'd be talking up about it that we should probably be recorded and uh, shared with everybody else, in case you didn't have your own opinion. Uh, so, you know, what's the point of the show? Why did we do this? And what do you think? We, we just constantly talk sports, whether it's on Twitter or... Uh, texting yeah. each other, funny yeah. things, or when we watch games, like we even like watching bad football games. And yeah, and along those lines, right now, we're actually just sitting in my apartment. Um, my fiance's out of town, so we got, I brought up the other TV, and we got the two TVs going. College football match. College football, yeah, it's Saturday. Notre Dame's wrapping up their, whoa, Georgia Tech has got an onside kick. All right, Notre Dame's wrapping up their beating of Georgia Tech here, but Tech just got an onside kick. But uh, yeah, we not, got it's not enough. Time. It's not enough. But uh, anyway, so thanks for jo- tuning in here. Um, the other part of the show is that we're going to be doing a little bit of DraftKings fantasy. We won't hog up the whole show with it, but at the end we'll uh, make a little mention of it. If you want to play us in fantasy sports. Um, we're going to have a room with a game. We'll tell it to you. Our my handle is Docwood on DraftKings. So if you have a DraftKings account, basically just search me, and that'll be the room that we're playing in. Docwood. Docwood is D O C. D O C W O O D. Yeah, thank you. And these games are for one dollar. So we're here to steal your dollars. Yeah, I want all your dollars. So the Docwood is the room, or is it your handle? It's my handle, but the room is named after your handle. So okay. currently open, we have a five-person, one-dollar room with Docwood. And I'm in it, Larry Luke, L- L-U-K. Yeah. And uh, there's another dude that's already in there, so there's two more slots. Two more slots. If you're listening, join in, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show if you do really well. And we'll just uh, kind of work you in. But okay. And one more housekeeping thing. I know we have a Twitter handle that yeah. you just made, so what is that? Exactly. The Twitter handle is at TurfWarShow. Exactly like it sounds. Yeah. So hit us up on there if you want to talk sports. Give us a little feedback. Anything to do with fantasy. And we'll send a link as well to join that room. But more, more about that later. Anyway, so... The, the point of this show, too, that I feel is it's kind of your week in sports. So I got to start it off. It's been a big week in sports. We got a lot of baseball going on, some playoff pushes here. Of course, football. Larry, <laughs> what, what, is, what do you think the most magical play of the week for you was? If there was one thing out there that you just, it wasn't real. Um, well, for me, it's more of an, just a, a, more of a funny uh, magic play, but just it couldn't have been more perfect for Jameis Winston's first NFL pass <laughs> to be oh, an yeah. interception yeah. Uh, the other way for a touchdown. Um, that that to me was just kind of an encapsulation of everything he's ever done with like the cussing in the cafeteria and stealing the public's crab legs. Like the dude has been a joke. Um, 
I, I don't doubt that he has heart and wants to play football well, yeah. but it was just one of those pure moments where I'm like, man, this is more funniness for us. And I'm so glad we were watching that live. We, yeah. had, the, we had the Sunday ticket going last week, and we watched every game like from uh, kickoff on 1 p.m. all the way through the end of Sunday Night Football. So that was... Yeah, out of anything, that was that, that happened at about like four oh five. Yeah, four oh five kick. Yeah, and um, it was that was magic for me in, in a kind of fu sort of way. And it's nice that Jameis has in his last two games, if you're going back to last season, provided with some really awesome magical moments. Whether it would be against Oregon when he slipped and threw the ball backwards. Oh yeah, the banana peels. The ban- yeah, the I'm Mario <laughs> the oh. Mario Kart sag. Yeah, that was. And then he, he comes right in the NFL with, with he gave amazing us, interceptions. He gave us some more uh, some more magic right there. So I really enjoyed it. We were actually talking a little bit before the show about a new stat, which is yards after interceptions. The the YAI is so high on that guy. The YAI. The YAI. I don't know where he'll be at this week. I think it's like, I would put the over under at like 45 YAI. 45 yards. Just on off that one off off picks. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's going to have some more this week. Yeah. He, what about you? What was your magic play? You know, for me, it was, I was, I wasn't really too connected to this game emotionally, but the Monday or I don't know when the Thursday night game, Broncos, Chargers, when the Broncos scored two touchdowns in nine seconds or something at the end of the game. Broncos crazy. Chiefs. Broncos Chiefs. Broncos Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Did I say Chargers? Yeah. Yeah, Chiefs. They should have knelt the ball. And, that was crazy. Just to go to overtime and. I don't know what they were thinking. And, and to just see a, a scoop six like that right off of a touchdown to then just come back yeah. out and first – was it the first play, Jamar Charles, just boom, right out. And remember the right, for right before more. that I tweeted um, at Larry Luke, um, I tweeted like, is Peyton Manning still elite? Because I, I didn't know because they were down and he had had a bad week last week and I just wasn't sure if he was going to be able to pull this game out. And sure enough, he comes around and – Throw, manages a score a touchdown and they're they're tied up. Crazy, two two touchdowns yeah. like nine seconds or something. I had a lot of angry people talking back, <laughs> to me, but whatever, yeah. whatever. So okay, uh, what upset you the most this week in sports? Okay, well this had more to do with just us being at a sporting game. Uh-huh. Um, we went to uh, the battle for last place in Major League Baseball yeah. last night at Turner Field. Um, and this is probably just the tipping point for me. I know the Braves are leaving town. They're playing the Phillies, who are the worst team. And, you know, the Phillies want to beat the Braves so that they're not the worst team. And we're in the stadium, and I'm looking around, and the grass is dead in the field. <laughs> oh, that outfield grass. The, the grass is dead, and, like, we're at the Holman and the H&F burger stand, and the workers there don't care. There's burger grease everywhere, and this is not a reflection on Holman and Finch or H and F. Like I, I love that brand. I love the food that they do, but we do understand that the food service at Turner Field is hired like it's an outside catering company. Yeah. So they come in, they work the burger stand. The whole place is a grease pit. Everything like you set your drink down on the counter to pick up your burger, you pick your drink back up, and you're covered in grease. It's it's comical. And, but it's just it just goes to show, like, from top to down, the Braves kind of right now don't care about the facilities, the team, the fans, or anything. And uh, that's what upset me the most. Man, why don't you tell me how you really feel about it? That's how I really v- feel. Very upset. Yeah. Man, I, uh, 
you know, I was over with you. I didn't, I didn't mind the grease all over Holman and Finch. It, I just feel like it was a reflection of of everything. the attitude. Yeah. yeah, that was a close battle for last place, but I'm glad the Phillies pulled it out. Uh, as a Phillies fan, um, you know, I'd have to say for me, is the Jags. I'm trying to bring this team into my heart. They have a lot of alum from my university, Penn State, on there. Uh, Paul Pozlesny, Alan Robinson, and I just and they got the Bortles back there, QB. I just want to see these guys do well. I feel, and they're they're kind of close to us here in Atlanta, and yeah, they you never wanna, seem to pull through. You want to have another team, and you want to yeah. You and thought the Jags were your guys. I just think it's time for them to step up a little bit and win some games. And yeah, they lost by like eleven or something like that. Still, and jeez, Louise, can't even get close. I I really enjoy. The Jags, I follow them. I'm not super closely, but you know they got a new owner. Yeah, and they they've been doing field renovations and things like that that I've been paying attention to. The rebrand, all of that has me excited to watch some Jags football. Uh-huh. But the product on the field is not good. I, I and it, it good. It's just always not good. You, they never seem to. I know they can't to get over the hump. I know, the, the and not just a hump in close. Get their games aren't. Getting over the hump to be in close games is it. It's not even winning those close games. It's just yeah. be in close games. And But, you know, sh- shout out Jags. Shout out Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all of them. Shout out Jacksonville Beach, too. I went on vacation there summer. It was fantastic. <laughs> it really was. You know, but not enough ice cream. Yeah, I had to go out of your way. What's going on here with Georgia? Oh, my gosh. They're kicking in. They scored another touchdown, Georgia. Tech, yeah, Notre in. Dame. Notre Dame might lose this game now. There's 21 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And Holy Georgia Tech, cow. Georgia Tech's oh. pulling, pulling closer. It's funny. We got Tech on one screen and the Bulldogs on the other screen. Just living in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so what's the one thing that you saw this week in sports that you can't unsee? Anything to do with anything you did sports related. Even if you were thinking about sports and something happened, that would probably count. One thing that I can't unsee, I mean, I'm still harping on this Turner Field, like, facilities. <laughs> yeah. I'll never unsee that, na- like, the, the grease, but I guess if we're talking about on-field stuff... Um, I don't know. That, I mean, the grease qualifies. Well, okay, another thing that I'll never unsee is the dude sitting in front of us at the Falcons-Eagles Monday Night Football game. <laughs> this dude was in our faces the whole game. He was an Eagles fan. And he was just telling us how the Eagles are going to cream the Falcons and how he's going to be in our faces all night. This was like 7.30, like right after kick. I was like, dude, you are like just too crazy right now for 7.30. And he's like, don't try to clown me to my face. Don't try to tell me 7.30. He's like, I'm going to be like this till 10.30. I'm going to be in your face all night. And like the truth of the matter is like the dude is wearing like a really cheap quality DeMarco Murray jersey. Like, dude has not even taken a snap for your team yet. Man. You're wearing this jersey, and you didn't even go for, like, the the nice one. Like, what kind of fan are you, really? Ask yourself, yeah. yeah I, so, so I'll never unsee his face after we won that game, and he was on the way out. You know what's funny is that all the trash talk that guy did to you, I don't even know who you're talking about, and I was right next to you. That's how crazy it is when you go to a football game, is you had, like, a different... Experience. <laughs> I don't even know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, it was uh, a monkey house in there. <laughs> like, it was just really so is. nuts. Like, like I don't even know how you even go and pay for a beer. 
there's two stations when you pick up your beer and then you pay for one. Like, how do they even uh, collect cash in an orderly way is, yeah. during a Monday Night Football it's game? It's wild. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. I think we ended up somehow magically getting three free beers that night. Yeah. But not because we didn't have good intentions. We wanted to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah, they... I, I don't... Maybe we got three. I can only count two, but that would bring my total at the Georgia Dome to to four or five. In the last six months. Yeah, in the last two games I've gone to, quite frankly. So, that place is nuts. It was yeah. awesome in there. Glad they won. And along those lines, for me... The thing that I can't unsee from this week, I found this video on my phone. I was doing a lot of recording at this game, uh, like outside in the tailgating scene. I found this video on my phone. I, I, I remember taking it, but I, was, I wasn't paying attention enough to the scene. And when I watched the video, I need your opinion on this. So I'm going to play it for you. And you tell me what happens in this video. Uh, sorry for the sound quality. We just, uh, you know, I'm going to play off my computer here. So describe, oh, I remember this. describe what we see here. So here we go, here we go, yeah. Cut it through. So it's a girl dancing, and there's cars leaving the gulch of Atlanta. Music is blasting from like a some, another car, another, another party. Or just a DJ booth. But okay, so keep your eyes peeled right here. She's I she is really moving. This girl's sizing up the car. The gar, the people in the car are trying to leave. And she's shaking her butt in front of them and like dancing, gyrating. Rub, I, rubbing so her right here though. What what happens right here? She gets up on the car and goes down on it with her posterior. But that moment, there's a moment right here where she walks up to the window, and I think she like might have fl- flashed the drivers like to their face. But oh yeah, I, like what happened? Right, she definitely did. That yeah. That scream is the scream of someone flashing someone. And it's so dark in the video, though, that you can't really tell, but I just was I going through... I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that. That's how we get down after we win... Crazy. ...on Monday Night Football. That's amazing. Only in Atlanta. So that's what I can unsee. I didn't see it the first time, but now that I saw it a second time, I can't unsee it. It's yeah. it, it's burned in, but... I remember seeing that. That's The video quality is not good, and that adds to the little bit of a mystery of it, but I think we know what happened there. Um, so, you know, bringing it into football... A whole nother week, and this is where we're going to get a little bit into the DraftKings. And uh, Larry, I'd like to get, what game were you most pumped about this week in the NFL? I mean, I want to see the Falcons go to New York and whoop that ass. Yeah. I'm very pumped up. I think Dan Quinn has put together a pretty solid defense based on what we've seen last week. And I hope they can continue that. And I'm really excited I'm really excited to make a statement. I mean, like, on the road in New York, what a better stage than to to go out there and, and really show the rest of the NFL that we're a different team. Yeah, that'd be a good time. And New York, coming off that loss, they're going to want to play. So yeah. if they can take them down, they'll yep. be big. But I want to shut them down. That'll be big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for me, I think... So I my favorite game that I'm looking forward to this week, and this is also my upset that I think it's going to happen, is Bucks versus the New Orleans Saints. I really think that Jameis Winston is going to go to New Orleans <laughs> and, and win in New Orleans. This is also the Saints' first home game, so I know it's New Orleans so is cool. getting up for this game. I know. There's nothing that you would think that would the Bucks would win this game, right? But. For some reason, that's the game I'm mostly looking forward to, 
And I think it's going to be an upset, Bugs. Wow, that's crazy. I because do. I have him. I picked Drew Brees to to just murder the Bucks and DraftKings. So going into that, yeah, let, let's talk about your lineup here. So all we're going to run through here is top QB, wide out, running back, flex guy, and a defense. I'll tell you who I have going this yeah, week go, while, go while you get your lineup open. Um, this is a no transition into this one. My QB is Drew Brees. Uh, I think I think the Bucks are going to upset, but I got Q, I got Brees at QB for this week in DraftKings. I think it's going to be a crazy game. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. And then my top running back, Doug Martin, the Bucks. You are really hyper focused on this one game. I feel like the dome is going to be very magical. I think it's going to be totally rocking in there. Jameis is going to be a new guy. Both teams are just going to come out blasting points. Mm-hmm. And I think Doug Martin's going to be a big part of that because of Jameis's struggles. He's going to be that kind of anchor guy. I think that Bree's going to put points. I think Doug Martin will. All right. My top wideout, OBJ, going up against the Falcons. Ugh. Adele Beckham Jr. This guy... He made an amazing catch on national TV one time, <laughs> and like people think he's LeBron James right. all of a sudden. Like right. they won't shut up. I think LeBron James is jealous of him. I feel like he is too. LeBron's a Cowboys fan. So, so yeah. For Whatever. my for my flex, I got Kendall Wright, Tennessee Titans, Mariota target. I had him too. I think he's my wild card flex guy. And for my D. Gotta go Rams, playing the Redskins. They could the D's could score thirty five points alone. Okay. So we've got pretty similar. Uh, my QB also Drew Brees. I think he's yeah. just gonna Yeah. He's gonna own the Bucks. Uh, running back, we got Eddie Lacey. Um, I feel like the Packers at home, they're gonna get the run game going mm-hmm. early and often. Um, Julian Edelman, wide receiver. Uh Tom Brady's been looking for him, and he's been hitting him nonstop. I didn't see him drop a ball last week. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and then Kendall Wright also is, was a flex guy for me. We just saw him catch so many passes. Yeah. He got so many looks from Mariota. Like, probably, I want to say, almost half of Mariota's passes last week were to, to Wright. Yeah. And like, I think he had two touchdowns. And then on top of that, my defense is the Dolphins at Jacksonville. Oh, I was going to take the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. I was going to take them, but I passed. Sorry, Jags. We Sorry. love you guys. We but... love you. <laughs> but man, I don't know. I just don't know if it's going to work out. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, so if you want to play against us, it's $1. We'll take it gladly. Uh, we just want you to play along if, you, if you're looking for some people to uh, play some fantasy against, talk football, talk sports. Uh, Follow the handle at Turf, excuse me, at Turf War Show. Uh, we'll tweet some things out there. And But yeah, just just play along, listen along. Thanks for listening. I uh, got anything to say. Anything else going on in your sports world? Let us know. I'm John Woodbridge. I'm Larry Luke. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.